welcome back to Two Funny Astronauts. I'm one of your co-hosts, Garrett Reisman. And I'm the other co-host, Mike Massimino. Thanks for joining us today. And we're friends. We are friends. (laughs) (laughs) Still through this. Still. Through whatever how many episodes this has been. It's pretty amazing. We're still (laughs) friends. Yeah. Pretty much a record. Yes. But we're not just friends. We're also big Hollywood stars. <laughs> There's a lot of things you could have said there. I wasn't expecting Holly, big Hollywood stars. Why do you say that, Garrett? You got because on the last episode you showed you got your SAG after card. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My SAG after, that's right. Yes, uh, yes. I'm, a, I'm a, a Screen Actors Guild uh, and whatever the after stands for. That's right. The, uh, TV Guild uh, member. And we we both. Did you get one of those cards? You know, I did not. I I I, um, I thought I was going to have to because I was a guest star yeah. on two episodes of For All Mankind, Ooh. and um, they said at first they said I was going to have to join the union, and then uh, and then I called them and I talked to them and it turns out that unless you're going to be doing this as a career, you don't have to. And uh, they oh. said you know and and uh, and then they said and you got to pay dues. Those dues. Are, how much do you pay every year? Yeah, I don't. Know, it depends on how much you make. Oh. So um, yeah, I think it's I think it's scaled to to how much income you have. It, oh. you know, there's like certain. I think it's scaled somehow that way. I know I don't know how if there's a minimum, but um, so because I, then I could like then maybe I should have joined because then maybe <clears throat> if because uh, I, I make so little acting. Actually, I got a residuals check the other day. Do you get these residuals checks? Yeah, I get some. A lot of them. I I. I for most of the stuff I did, like with the Big Bang Theory, I don't get anything because I did it while I was an astronaut. Oh. And so for that, I couldn't accept any payment. But there right. were two episodes I did after leaving NASA, and those I get residuals. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. Those yeah. are nice. It's, it's like not it's a lot like, of money, but... No. Yeah. It's not much at all, but it's kind of like money for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like... I had a lawyer where I had a, my, a lawyer I worked with for a while said, that, you know what that is, Mike? And I go, and I go what's that? He goes, that's mailbox money. <laughs> you go to the mailbox, and you get money by going to the mailbox. 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 Which is kind of cool, except now in direct deposit, you can't even do that. No. You gotta, yeah. so. Oh, well. So, but, uh, yeah, no, I've been doing some other stuff, though, too, like some commercials and other things. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I guess there's reasons to do it and not, but uh, mm. but overall, I think it's a good thing. You know, um, it, it, it protects it, – it was – not that we want to get off on this tangent, but I was I did I worked on a commercial one time. It was a it was a Mastercard commercial, and um, it was a pretty big shoot. It was a lot of people in the background, and it was at mm. the Intrepid Museum. It was a pretty cool commercial to do. It was fun, and it, it, it was like a Friday night. We did this like after the museum was closed, and there was a lot of a lot of actors and act, you know men and women actors there. And and we they fed us because there's union mm. rules they have to feed you and your breaks yeah. and stuff. And I started looking around, you know, the people I was – I recognized a lot of these people that were there, you know, a lot of the, the mm-hmm. actors. And I was like, you've been – I think I recognize you from this and that and again. And they started rallying off all these things they were doing that they had been in. And and uh, what I thought was kind of – and I started you know, I was just asking about – and I'm so why you – you know, you guys, they had had like roles where you had – that they had speaking roles. And they were just in the background. And uh, there was one guy was telling me that, you know, they'll do whatever they can. He was just a back. He, they needed um, union actors to do this shoot. Right. Yeah. And so they, they went there and they were just in. They had no speaking. They were just in the back. 
background. But what, what he was doing was, you know, they're building up the more things they can do. They're building up their pension. They're, you know, they're able to get their medical insurance mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Yeah. So, and we look at it like you're saying, it's not necessarily a career for us. But the, there are people who support their family and trying to earn their retirement and everything else by, by acting. And so I thought that was kind of interesting because I recognize a lot of these people. Yeah. Um, and these and, guys. And doing this stuff. And just in the background and some of the other, even the little, the guys who were kind of like the lead guys. I, I did something that was like at the, I was an astronaut. Where, you know, it was like one of these mm-hmm. things you, you, you get the credit card and you can get this this experience by getting a tour of the intrepid mm-hmm. and the actors that i did it with i see this this one guy kevin kellner was his name who played like the dad and and he i see him he's in a lot he's like a kind of guy you would see in a lot of i see him in shows and i'll look yeah that's him there he is so so a lot of these people are out there earning a living and yeah and, and, and other people like and it's, it. just it's, working it's, actors yeah and it's really it hard money to, 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 to support their families they're not stars necessarily but yeah right I'm sorry but even just to get to that level of character actor yeah, it's really hard. Uh, you know, these yeah. th- there's a lot of people out there trying to do it, and you see a lot of them showing up as extras. Uh, you know, on the sets, right. and they're hoping to get an opportunity, and they're hoping at least you know yeah. uh, to get the, to build up more and more credibility. And even if they yeah. th- and and for one of those guys, um, you know, or back, they call them background. They don't call them extras. They call them background actors, right? So right. one yeah, of these yeah. one of these background guys. If they, you know, they would like kill to get like a a, a role where they get to say a line, you know, even just one yeah, line, yeah. like "Hey, how you yeah. doing?" That like that that would that yeah. would be like, um, yeah. And 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 the two of us schmucks, <laughs> you know, just because we have no talent as actors or you know, and, and hey, just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it just falls in our lap, and we get to do this, and we we we're, we're, we're like it's almost like yeah. we're at camp or something. You know, or, uh, you know, doing this as, as a goof. And these guys are like, how did you get to do this? You know, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're paying ourselves, right? Didn't you play yourself more or less? Or, I did. Or, uh, I did play myself. Yeah. yeah. Which is easy. Yeah. I had Ch- but Chuck Laurie, Chuck Laurie and Bill Prady, the, 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 uh, the, the Big Bang Theory stuff that I did. I remember they saying, I think it was, I think it was Bill that called me up and said, hey, we'd like you to come in. We want to see if you can, you know, if you can do this, say these lines and. And, I, and he goes, you know, you'd be yourself. And I go, I'm not an actor. And he goes, yeah, but you've been you for a really long time. We just need you to do that. So, so yeah. I thought that was pretty good. So yeah. my character on, on For All Mankind, uh, which is streaming now on Apple TV, a- Apple TV Plus, please go subscribe to, after you subscribe to this podcast, <laughs> please go and pay the five bucks a month and get the Apple TV and watch the show. Residuals, Garrett. Residuals. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Always working, um, but uh, uh, I, I, the, the character I played on there was um, it was a real stretch for me. You know, I, I had to really go deep into the method to come up with my motivation and understand this character. And the, the name of the character that I played was uh, Astronaut Garrett Reisman. <laughs> you know, so, so I show up to this table read, which I, I, this is a long story. I have to tell you this whole thing, but I'll just tell you one little bit of it. I show up to this table read, and there's like hundreds of people there. It's this big thing, and they have hundreds all the of people. Yeah, yeah, because it turns out that it was like uh, the first one of the episode or, or, or whatever, and they, they 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 had everybody was there for this one, and um, 
in this massive room and had this big table. It was like we're signing the Geneva Convention. There was like a, re- a big rectangular tables. And on one side, all the producers, the executive producers mm-hmm. and the head of Sony was there. And the, uh, and, and, and on the other side was the, all the cast. And, and, and they had bleachers yeah. set up on the, on, the, on the... So everybody could watch, mm-hmm. you know, all the people that weren't part of the cast or big muckety-muck yeah. producers. And so I sit down in the bleachers and they're like, what are you doing? You got to sit up there. You're in the cast. And I look up and like there's the cast. There's like, you know, we have like our star, Joel Kinnaman. And it says on, on his name tag, it says, uh, uh, it says uh, Joel Kinnaman. And then underneath his character's name, Ed Baldwin. Right. And then there's like yeah. Ren Schmidt and Margot Madison. Yeah. And, and then I look over and there's Garrett Reisman. Garrett Reisman. <laughs> 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 that was my seat. <laughs> That's great. You got to keep so, that name tag, man. I got it. I got it over. It's yeah. it's actually right over. It's right over here. I have it. Yeah, I'm holding on to it. That's pretty cool. But uh, but anyway, without we, there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to scripted drama. But oh, yeah, we, I got, you're bringing back some. I'm, I'm thinking of some of the with the especially for me with the Big Bang Theory and the people I got to meet there and some of those experiences. They're just unbelievable. We, but what are you going to say? We don't want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to talk about how we both got our start in, in late night. But maybe we should go with the scripted well, drama stuff and talk about the late night in another episode. What do you think? Yeah, we, yeah let's, talk about the, yeah, let's talk about some more of the scripted stuff. All right, cool. So how did you, so tell me how the whole Big Bang thing started for you. How did that, how did that whole thing start? Uh, that started, it was, um, it was like it was the summer of 2011, <laughs> right? So it was like the end of the shuttle program around that. But uh, I think that's when it was. Yeah, I think that's when it was. I got a call from Bert Ulrich at, uh, at mm-hmm. NASA, and he said— uh, Bert's a great guy. guy that great handles, guy, by the way. Oh, wonderful guy. I was very good friends with him. You know, just a great guy. I'm sure he, I'm um, sure he is, is watching the—I'm sure he's watching the podcast. I'm sure he liked and subscribed. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Hey, Bert, thanks for listening and watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bert, uh, Bert was uh, like our liaison back then, uh, and he still is with still is. Hollywood, where if someone wants, to, if someone's making a movie, whatever that movie might be, uh, you know, Space Cowboys or something like that, and uh, and they want to work with NASA, uh, and NASA is usually for that. It's good publicity and and for for the space program. You know, that did work out an agreement of how to do that. Bert is the guy that uh, kind of helps make those things happen, builds those relationships. So uh, he called me up, and he, he I was sitting at my desk, and my and the phone rings, and uh, they go, hey, what's going on? He says, uh, Mike, do you know about the Big Bang Theory? And I'm like, yeah, it was this big, giant explosion, and the universe is expanding, <laughs> you know, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And he goes, no, not the not the, th- the th- actual theory, but the TV show. And they must have been in, like, maybe their fifth, fourth or fifth season. So I was like, yeah, I think so. You know, it was, yeah, I, I, I think I've heard of it. He goes, well, it's a very positive show, and we really like it. And they, they want to send one of their – they had this idea of maybe trying to send one of their characters to space. I think the idea was put in their minds, uh, believe it or not, by Lori Garver, who was really? our deputy administrator. Yeah, 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 I think she was out there at a taping, or she met Bill Prady, one of the huh. creators of the show, somewhere. Bill was always doing stuff – like for the space program, he's he's getting married here, and I'm going to his wedding coming oh. up here in like a week. But uh, really great guy. And um, anyway, so I think she was ha- she was at a, at a something you know an event or something with Bill, and she said, hey, you know, you guys should think about working more with NASA. And he goes, I love NASA. He goes, oh, maybe. So I think that's where the idea came hmm. from. And they said, well, maybe we can can we 
you have one of the cast members go to space, and what would we? How could we do that? And so Bert calls me and says, "Do you mind speaking to these guys sometime?" And of course, you know they weren't going to send me anywhere. This was like I was in the neighborhood to stop by, but the neighborhood is you know Burbank, uh, right, California, right. is out in L.A. <laughs> yeah. So, but Daniel, my son, was a water polo player uh, at, at, in high school. At that time, he was playing in high school, and um, he was going out for a tournament out in, in uh, Los Angeles the Junior Olympics he was going out for. And I said, well, I'm going out there in a couple of weeks. Maybe I can stop by then. They're like, yeah, it was very loose. Like, yeah, whenever you just stop by, whenever. whenever. So mm. in between games, and it wasn't even sure it was going to go by because with the tournament, if he wins, I got to watch the game. And if he loses, <laughs> I can go. You know, it's like one of those things. <laughs> like, I don't know, and he lost or whatever. So I got, you know, so I had the afternoon free and I went down there to. to wait, 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 wait. When, when he lost, were you like, yeah. were you like, were you like, oh, good. Oh, I mean, oh, oh bad. Oh, bad. No, no, they kept playing. <laughs> you always keep playing in these tournaments. It's just bracket changes. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't know if he, I don't even know if he won or lost. But you, know, if you, you go here, you go there, you go, you know, you're playing it, whatever it is. So we had an afternoon free and. So I went. I went to this to this like to the writers' room, yeah. which was really cool. And it was it was Chuck Lorre, who's this you know the uh, this legend uh, in, in inventing TV shows like Two and a Half Men and uh, and he, The Big Bang Theory. With he did that with Bill Prady and, and other shows as well. Um, I think he's got the Comiskey Method now. That's mm-hmm. that's very popular. He's, he's got all these hit shows that he's had over the years. And and Bill is there has been very successful. They were like kind of leading the discussion, and around them were all these writers, you know, the showrunner and the writers around there. And these are really smart people mm-hmm. who are really funny. Yes, like I don't know if we're really funny or you and I are really funny, really smart for astronauts. Maybe <laughs> maybe we're right. not smart for astronauts, but we're funny, for whatever. But these are like really bright, <laughs> smart people who are very funny. They're legit, was, right? I just told them a story. What's that? I mean, it's a, it's it's really cool when you when you when you see somebody, and no matter what the field might be, but you meet people who are at the or the very best, you know what they do, and it's always yeah. pretty awe inspiring just to watch anybody. No matter it could be like basket weaving, and and uh, but somebody who's like the best in the world at it, it's yeah. it's really impressive right. to watch them do their thing. That's a, it's that's also a, that's humbling, right? Workout, it's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> you see what, and it, you know it, what they're able to do is whatever it is that you and I can do, whatever that is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Spacewalk or do astronaut stuff, you know they're able to they're able to do that in airfield. And yeah, you're right; it's pretty cool being around them. They all were just really creative and funny. And I was just telling them stories like I would, like we've been telling on a podcast, and they took notes about different things and so on. And um, and then they, uh, I was talking to Scorch, believe it or not, about the big. And he, he Scorch, our friend Charlie Hobart, the pilot, was a. Like the show, and I go, you know, I just met with these guys. You know, if you want to go see a taping, I'm sure we can arrange it. He goes, I'll do it. So we went out there. We we uh, we saw a taping and helped them with with the script, and got to know them. Became friends with these guys. And about six months later, Bill Prady called me up and said, Hey, Mike, we have an idea. We're interested if you might want to do a come on and do a cameo. And I was like, well, Sure, you know, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do that. So so that's how that started and ended up leading to a to a lot more. So so that's how that all came about. That's um, cool. So I, I got to ask yeah. you though. Um, yeah. So given that you're that you went to MIT, uh, mm-hmm. as you were a student there. Um, the uh, did it really pain you to be on a show that was all about Caltech? Uh, no, it was fine <laughs> with me, man. But I think I think one of the characters isn't one of them. One of them I think went to MIT, but only got a master's degree, so he's ridiculed. But uh, isn't it yeah. that one of the storylines, maybe? I yeah, think but it so. takes place. They work at JPL, Caltech. Right. No, it's all right, man. It's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I don't, well, I, oh, 
Do you harbor ill feelings toward MIT for some reason? No, I, I think that would be kind of like me, you know, being part of uh, uh, like a TV show about the Red Sox or something. Like, I just couldn't do that. <laughs> Wasn't? Oh, I don't know. I think Caltech's a great school. I never was educated there, but okay, no, certainly I would. Yeah, no, I had no problem with it. All right, just checking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you have a problem with an with an MIT show? Is that what you're trying to tell me? What are we getting at here? Is this another ISS versus Hubble thing that I'm discovering about you? Well, what, is the, what is the? It's all right. No, what's I the issue here? Look, you know, Caltech's not that big of a place. Not everybody can get in. You got to have other things. Uh, other you're right. <laughs> it's very selective. Right. So it's very selective. People have to have a place to go. You know, uh, I get it. Other, other. Right. We all need a place to go, Garrett. Don't be yeah. so. You know, don't be so elitist about it. No, no. MIT. No, get me wrong. No. MIT is a great, a great uh, trade school. It's a great. <laughs> well, I knew you went to Harvard. <laughs> what? <That's> what I, <laughs> Don't you get like don't you get like a, a a free set of tools when you graduate from MIT like on your way out the door? You're barking up the wrong tree here, man. You don't want to mess with that. You really don't All right, want to sorry, mess with that sorry, school. sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, I know. Really, you might send really Mike. You might send like uh, Mike Fink after me. Well, no, no, I mean, there's there's that reputation. That school's pretty good, man. Yeah, I suppose. You, you know. There's this one guy, just to give you an idea, there was a guy up there named uh, Dick Batten, Richard Batten, Professor Batten's taught uh, astrodynamics. Wait, 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 the guy from uh, the guy from Eight is Enough? No, no, he's the guy, not that guy. I think that's Dick Patton. Yeah, that what you said? was Batten. You probably read his book. Oh. He wrote this book on astrodynamics. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I did. Yeah. But anyway, uh, did he write the book? Anyway, but he was, a, he, he was an astrodynamics guy. That's what he taught. And... Uh, out of the 12 guys that walked on the moon, five of them took his course. So was he it that, five that, guys that walked on the moon took his class. Yeah, that fundamentals that, of the book. Fundamentals yeah, of Astrodynamics? The moon on it. Yeah, Fundamentals of Astrodynamics. Yeah, yeah, with the lamb, the lamb and the moon, that book? Yeah. I got that book. That was book. the book he used. I don't think he wrote the book. I don't, I, no. I don't, but that's the book he used. It's a good book. So, yeah, it's a good book. But, yeah, so anyway, um, what the heck were we talking about? Uh, oh, we're talking about, about uh, the Caltech, yeah. We're talking about the Big, Big Bang. Bang so, so how many how many yeah. uh, how many episodes were you in? I was in I was in seven total. I was oh, in wow, really that's with a six, lot. and in the seventh, the seventh was like their last uh, their last show. They included clips from the other shows or something mm-hmm. like that. So I was included in that in some way. But uh, but yeah, it was really fun. I got to go to so I consider that a space flight, Garrett, because I got to go to space station on a Soyuz. On the Big Bang Theory, I've got a patch and everything <laughs> from it. I told him when we yeah. were, when, so I did the first thing I did. Uh, it was about nicknames and uh, and giving giving Wallowitz an, uh, a nickname, right? The Fruit uh, Loops, and it, Fruit Loops. He wanted to be called Rocket Man, and I, I think that came from you know stories about how people get stuck with nicknames they don't like because they try to get another nickname. Do you yeah. remember there was a Japanese astronaut that the guy that we called. Um, the guy that we called uh, uh, Binks. Do you remember Binks? Binks. Remember, uh, Binks, I, he was a Japanese astronaut, and I, the story that I heard was that he wanted to be called, he, he, they, asked, they asked him if he had a nickname, and he said he wanted to be called Luke Skywalker because he, <laughs> he liked Star Wars. And he mentioned, he said this to somebody he shouldn't have said it to. Yeah. Right? He said it to, to Scorch or Brent Jett or someone Ooh, like that, you know, yeah. one, who, no. who, who was like, no, nah, I don't think you know, like Star Wars. I don't think you should be. You Thanks. should be uh, Skywalker. He goes like, he goes like, first I think it was like, you want to be called Luke Skywalker? And he goes yeah. like, yeah, I like Star. 
And he said, yeah, no, I think I don't think that. But so, yeah, your, your name is Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> That's what they called him, Binks. Because Binks was everywhere. Like on the NBL when he was going to go yeah. die, his Binks was in it. Everyone knew him by his Binks. So, he got, so I told him that story. And then so the, 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 I think they kind of turned that around. But they liked the whole nickname thing, however you get nicknames. And uh, the character Wallowitz wanted to be called Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to, on a, on a conference call they were having with me in the show, because part of the show was that he's playing Rocket Man in the background, and that's his theme song. And then his mother asks him if he wants Fruit Loops, and and uh, and that's how he gets the name Fruit Loops. So that's a very that was funny the first episode. That, yeah. And you delivered that line great. I got to tell you, you actually do have some talent there on camera. Oh, you, thanks. Was that was a, funny. Was that was the timing well, of timing the Fruit Loops line was, was, was important. That's one of the things. It was interesting. That's interesting you mentioned that because. One of the things they said they said was is that you have if you have good timing you can't teach timing, yeah. and if you and that was really important in comedy is being able to do. And the other thing was interesting too. There's so many interesting things about it, but but uh, one like working with with Chuck and Bill and and the director was a guy named Mar- Mark Sandrowski, and they didn't, you know they were just even with the lines they were like would you say it this way or that way and trying to get it and what the you know just explaining what we were trying to get across and what they wanted from me and. Um, it was just really interesting to see way all that all that worked and how they coached more or less. They, the way I looked, at them, they were like coaches for for the whole mm-hmm. cast and mm-hmm. to be part of that for those shows. And they gave me really simple lines that I was comfortable with saying. Whereas, like you know, uh, the 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 main uh, the main ca- Jim Parsons, his character uh, had some really complicated lines, and mm-hmm. you know, look, you know that was yeah. that would have been nearly impossible. Sheldon. And, uh, some serious lines, but anyway. So that's how I got involved, and then you know, there's you know stories we could talk about just about every time I was out there with them. That was cool. The one th- I'll tell this last one because it reminds me of something that you said, and then we want to hear more about what you did, of course. But but uh, but the thing you said about the table read, one of the really cool things they did, and we did table reads. But I don't know if you did this with 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 your show, but we we did some of the some of the show show was pre shot. And then they would, and then uh, you would act out some of it. So some of the things we did, like in the Soyuz, that had to be filmed ahead of time that we didn't do in front of the live mm-hmm. audience. But the the whole thing had a whole process to it. Like um, Wednesday, it started where you would look at the script, and then and then they do the table read on Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. And then Friday, they did like some setting up of it. I didn't always show up for those parts of it. Mm-hmm. But they really needed me, like, usually to come in on, because my, my parts were small, to come in on Monday and Tuesday. And I sometimes was there for the stuff the week before. But I'd be there Monday and Tuesday where you would do the little bit of rehearsing, and then you would um, you would also, like, film some of it and go through the whole show Monday and Tuesday. And Tuesday night, they would film it in front of a live audience. So they'd bring a live audience in, and you were all, everyone was, you know, in, in you know, you had the makeup done, and you're in your whatever you're going to wear. And what they did is they did, they went into the makeup room, and you did a read from memory of the whole script. Oh. And it was just, it was only the cast. Mm-hmm. So like you say, getting included, it was just me with the other cast members, Mark Sandrowski, the, the director, and the script person, who was this, this woman who was sitting there with the script, you know, in this, uh-huh. in this loose leaf, and flipping the pages. And if you couldn't remember your line, she would give it to you. But what was so cool is that it wasn't like any acting. It was just going through the lines from start to finish. It took like 15 minutes. You know, it was just so cool to be. It was, felt like one of those things like you're really on the inside. Yeah. Like, yeah. No one else yeah. is in the room. All those actors that everybody knows from the show is there, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm in there with to deliver my couple lines as part of it. 
And, and you, you get like really the cool. like the like the imposter syndrome. And you're like, you know, what the heck am I doing here? Like, uh, I'm, you know, these guys are pros. Did you ever feel that at all? No, you were like, no, I got this. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, in some way, on that, I, I, I wasn't. I, what, I, what it gave me was a, a real respect for what they do. Yes. And yeah. what was interesting is I remember Johnny Galecki, who was one of the stars of the show, telling me that he thought it'd be impossible. Like he thought it was really cool I was doing because he could never play himself. And I was like, mm. Johnny, I could never mm. act to do somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Be me. I don't say how you do somebody else. <laughs> so it was really interesting, and they were just so uh, just so excited to have uh, an astronaut on the set that I felt very welcomed. That it, you know, and I, my role was not to be you know to do their to be one of those roles. I, uh, it was just to be me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I guess I, I guess I did feel like a you know like it was all new to me, but it was also it was just so much fun. And uh, everyone was so welcoming. From the, I still get you know notes on my birthday mm-hmm. from the, from one of the one of the wardrobe uh, people. You know, say, hey, remember it's your birthday, blah, blah. you know, so things. The, the friendships I made were just so great that I felt, I felt pretty comfortable. But uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't doing any real big scenes that I would have. <laughs> that I would have been an imposter. Yeah, so I was just being me. Yeah. So. It's cool. Anyway, I, what was your? How did you get involved with? Go ahead. You want? It's a long story, but I, I just yeah. one thing yeah. I was thinking about there was um, when yeah. you talk about how much respect you have for these people, yeah, and what they do, and how cool it is. Like I was saying before about being with anybody who's really good at what they do and watching them practice their craft. It's really fascinating. Yeah. But one yeah. thing, like when it was really driven home to me, so I got to be in a couple scenes. I, so for for all mankind, which is an alternate history mm-hmm. science fiction TV show on Apple TV Plus. Um, go you know go subscribe but um the uh <laughs> but anyway the the uh, uh I was I'm the technical consultant but then like I'm reading one of these scripts one day that I'm supposed to read all the scripts and I give them notes on uh, on all the scripts like line by line I go through and and I tell them like yeah this makes sense or no this technically couldn't couldn't work this way we should do something so I go into that and I'm reading the script and 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 there's a, and all of a sudden this character pops up in the scene is astronaut Garrett Reisman. So I was like, what, uh, you know, what, what's this doing here? And I, and I, so I wrote an email to the executive producers and I was like, yeah, yeah, I see this new character, astronaut character, where are you going to find an actor handsome enough to, to pull this off? Right. I mean, like, Scott like, I think, Kelly. I think it's Scott, <laughs> Scott he Kelly. I was like, you know, I think Brad Pitt's busy. This, uh, he's got another project and Bruce Willis, you know, or whatever. Um, where are you going to get a guy? And they're like, we have the perfect guy right in-house. <laughs> I was like, no way. So I ended up uh, being in a couple episodes on the camera. Very uh, tiny little scenes, you know, a little like this. Uh, my credit is guest star. And my wife is making fun of me. She's like, you're like, you're like the guys on a love boat. You're like Charo or like Red Buttons. <laughs> you know, guest star this week, Charo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh. Look, look that up, kids. If you don't, if you know him, you don't know who Charo is. Look that up. Yeah, she's very well, popular back in the seventies. Very popular back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As was the Love Boat. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm dating myself. But anyway, so that's good. So, um, so, but that's my. But it's really like a cameo because it's too brief. And so I had these couple scenes in one scene. Uh, I'm the commander of the space shuttle, not to give away too many spoilers, but we come back mm-hmm. uh, to Earth and we're emerging from the CTV, the crew transfer vehicle, right? This is mm-hmm. like the, 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 the funny looking, 
It's like if you ever go to Dulles Airport, they have these people movers that are like big trailers yeah. oh, that yeah. are like are on, on these like scissor lifts that go up and, and they can go up and then they come down. They can yeah. go up and down. It's like a gigantic room. It's like a big it's room. A yeah. Yeah. I don't know and, if I've, I've I don't know if I've been in if any other airport I've been in has those things. No, it's Maybe just Dulles, and 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 we had one for the space shuttle, and I think that's the only place I've ever seen yeah. this thing. <laughs> yeah, but it, we're so we're in we're supposed to be I in don't that. Like those things, by the way. Those things I like the space shuttle, but those things are like, I don't know. It's like yeah. a, I don't know, it's, it's like a weird kind of thing. You yeah, know, you know, uh, I know. I, yeah, subway would be just as good. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't go yeah. with that. <laughs> I don't like those things. But um, but we're in that. So we're, we're supposed to be in that thing after we land, and then we have to go out and walk across a tarmac, and have this little press conference. You know, the, like a crew welcome home thing. That's the scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there with a couple of our stars, and uh, one of them is Sonia Wagner, who who plays um, uh, um, um, uh, Molly Molly Cobb is her character on on the mm-hmm. show Molly Cobb. And and without going into it, you don't need to know anything really about this, the plot or anything. But just just th- this this character in this scene is having like the worst day of her life. Things are going really really bad for her, right? And we're like sitting in this trailer waiting, you because know, when you're on the set, there's a lot of waiting, right? It's mostly waiting. It's waiting, 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 and then five minutes of excitement, that's, and wait, 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 that's wait, wait. Why you need good catering? Yes. Yeah, the the the, the, the craft services and a, and, a dre- and a dressing room, but yeah. Yes, I, I hold my own. I, I had my. Did you have a trailer? I had my own trailer. Did you get a trailer? I had I had a trailer. Uh, there was um, they had the each each one of the the uh, the stars of the show like Jim Parsons and Kaylee Cuoco and and Kunal and all those guys, you know uh, Melissa. Everybody had Mayim. You know, was, yeah. You know, been even very popular since the show as well. You know, yeah. They it was it was like a, there was a second level, uh, like you know, you'd walk up the yeah. stairs on one side of the building, and each had a dressing room. Uh. And there was one guy, Stuart Sussman, I think, is he was he. If you, if you watch this show, he has like the comic book shop, right? And he was on. I don't know how many shows he was on. He was probably he was there sometimes and sometimes not. But if there wasn't any other guest star there, oh. I would get that. I would get that dressing room. Which I see. Was pretty cool because it had like a little, ca- you know, it had like a some bathroom and it had like yeah. a little, uh, like a couch kind of you could sleep on if you want to yeah. take a nap and and a TV and some you know place you could put your stuff. But when he was there, <laughs> and then, you, else, <laughs> and then was, you're I was in the I was in the uh, I was in the driveway more or less, which was the cool driveway. too. It was a trailer. <laughs> It was, right. it was outside. You know, you had a trailer instead of yeah. being inside the, the, uh, the well, sound we, stage, I guess. We were on location, so we all had trailers. But also, even even on this on the lot, because mm-hmm. we shoot at the Sony lot in in, um, in Culver City. So, uh, mm-hmm. And even on the lot, it's all trailers because on, on this, it's a, the old historic MGM lot, and they didn't have dressing rooms built in. But but anyway, mm-hmm. um, so... Uh, so so I'm sitting there, and, and we're sitting in, in this, uh, uh, waiting waiting around for the scene and in, while we're waiting we're just having a good time and Jody Balfour was there she's another one of our our stars and and um and 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 and, and so the four of us that were in the scene we're just we're just goofing around like this you know we're just cracking wise we're making jokes they're they're comparing notes they're on like the different Oh, I, I know. I, I probably shouldn't. I, I shouldn't say this. I got to protect the innocent. So I won't tell you what they're. they're the, but they're gossiping. They're gossiping, you know. And we're joking around, and we're cracking up, or we're like laughing like crazy. We're having a great time, and then they say action, 
and we walk out there. And at one point, I got you know in, my, in the blocking way. At one point, I got to turn around and look at her right in the eye, Sonia. It's part of the scene. I'm just being a good. I'm like, oh, I'm the commander of the shuttle. I'm astronaut Reisman. Hey, good to be back on Earth. Yay, hey, 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 thanks. You know, and 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 I turn around and I have to look her in the eye. And and when I turn around, this woman who I was just joking around with and cracking up and laughing mm-hmm. our heads off, I look in her eyes and I see a person who is having the worst day of their life. And she was able, as soon as I said action, she was just able to flip a switch and just oh, without yeah. saying a word in her posture and her mannerisms and her facial expression convey such misery. It, it, <laughs> it kind of freaked me out. I'm like, how do you do that? And because I, 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 I was just joking was around she with you. Looking at you while this yes. happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe that says something. But sorry. But Sorry-ka. I'm looking, and 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 I would like it would I would I, it kind of freaked me out every time. You know yeah. that like, how does she do that? I was just amazed yeah. at how talented she was, and it, that goes for all the members of our cast. I mean, it's amazing uh, yeah, watching yeah. them do all this. But that but that one moment will stay with me because that that just really drove it home. Yeah, no, there's there's really something to all this, and yeah, I agree. They they're able to do things that uh, that really require lots of talent and a lot. I th- I think a lot of work and a lot of training in in most cases too. You know, they, they've been working at it for yeah. a while, and and they're, and they're and, I, and there's they're a lot, there's a lot of them out there. You know, like we were saying, yeah. and, uh, there are there are a lot of really talented uh, actors out there who. Uh, who we you know we see occasionally maybe or never really uh, come to the forefront of someone we'll be able to to know about that are really talented but they're out there doing it trying to make a li- trying to earn a living. Yeah, yeah. And then you see these 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 some that that just have so much talent and and um, yeah, it's just it's just it's just really shocking. And 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 the same thing goes like you say like in their in their writers room. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, but before I leave before I go there, I just uh, so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had a couple of different scenes, and and Sonia actually coached me through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, had another mm-hmm. scene together. Now we're in space, and mm-hmm. she's suspended in this harness. You know, to simulate zero gravity, mm-hmm. they use these wires. You know, and and uh, green screens and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sitting in the commander seat of the space shuttle, so I'm like, I just got a regular seat. I'm comfy. She's these harnesses are not comfortable, and to, and and when you shoot one of these scenes. Uh, you shoot it again and again and again because we're inside this set and they shoot it with the camera like looking through this window and then they take the set apart and the camera comes in this way because they have to get multiple angles on every shot and we have to do it over and over and over again, right? And sometimes they have mm-hmm. a wide shot. Sometimes it's a close-up on Sonia or a close-up on me or whatever. And, and, and so, they, so it, it, like to get this one scene, which is like on, it's on screen for 30 seconds, it takes like a whole afternoon, right, to do this. Mm-hmm. And so she's in this thing for this a, a long time. And I got this one line in the scene. And in the beginning, I'm, I'm about to do this, this uh, Delta V burn with using the Ohm's engines in the shuttle, right? So I'm reading, mm-hmm. I had my, actually, I, I whipped out my old procedure and I'm actually going through the procedure and I'm like, okay, you know, arm execute item 24 and, I, and I'm <laughs> yeah. punching it in. And I go, go through yeah. all this technical stuff and then I have to turn around yeah. and tell her to get in her seat and put her seatbelt on because we're yeah. about to light the engines up. Yeah. And, and I'm I've struggling. I've seen that scene. I've seen He's it. Very it. good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, are you kidding? And but the yeah. reason it's good is because of Sonya. It's not because of, so if it's, if, no, if, yeah. if it came out well and believable, I was struggling because I would say this line, which is the line was, mm-hmm. "All right, Cobb, time to strap in," and I yeah, would yeah. say that, and it would come out kind of artificial because I'm not an actor. I don't know what I'm doing. 
And she says, mm-hmm. she, 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 uh, I, I talked, I sat with her like before we shot this thing. And I said, you know, help me out here. And she goes, okay, listen, pretend when you're saying this that you're telling your son, because, you know, in, in the scene, I'm telling her she's got to leave and she doesn't want to leave the moon. She doesn't want to go back to Earth. She wants to stay on the moon. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell mm-hmm. her it's time to go. And, and she doesn't want to hear this. So she says, listen, pretend you're telling your son Buster after a long day at Disneyland that it's time mm-hmm. to go home. And you know it's going to break his heart, but you're the parent and you're doing the responsible thing. You're being the good dad, the, doing your job as a dad and telling him it's time to go. And that's what I was thinking. So I had that in my head as I delivered that line, and it worked. You know, it actually made it sound a lot better. So she really helped me out with that. But, but cool. so, I, so I'm doing this, and we're doing this, like, for hours. And she's now, hmm. she's, like, got bruises where this harness has been, you know, rubbing up against her for hours. And, at, and, and on take number, like, 15, I flub my line. Like, I got to do this over burn thing, and I screw it up. And I'm like, cut, and the duck director's cut. And, and and I'm like, oh, and she, and, and she and she looks at me and goes, she goes, damn it, Reisman, you had one <laughs> fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I know, but like, who talks like this? I'm like, who wrote this shit? <laughs> like, uh, you did. Like, <laughs> Didn't you write it? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote this shit? Ah, that was funny. There you go. You had that one line. One line. One one lousy line. line. Yeah. That line was terrifying, though. All right. So, Garrett, what was that? What was that line you you said? You had the one line in questionably how you delivered it, but what was it again? Cobb, time to strap in. Time to strap in, because it was time to go home. That's right. And that's that's where we are. this podcast (laughs) for us to go home time for us to go home all right everybody so it is time it is time to go home and uh thank you very much for joining us please like and subscribe like and subscribe give us your comments well we're listening yes or reading them thank you very much for for tuning in we're listening we're listening with our eyes (laughs) Thanks, folks. See you next time.